Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to ignite your life to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, welcome, everyone. So excited to have you all here and really excited for today's show. So in today's show, I am going to share with you four tangible steps for moving beyond guilt and shame. I want this to be a positive show, just so you know, because it sounds a little heavy. But I got to tell you, I recently went through an experience of, of discovering I had two places in my life where guilt and shame were weighing me down and keeping me from moving forward. And I went through this process to help me let go of it. And oh my gosh, the result has been amazing and I cannot wait to share it with you. So I will in a moment share with you my two shame places, um, put it all out there, keeping it real for y'all, and also the four steps so that you all can take these four steps as well. Before I get there, for those of you who are new to my show, my name is Laura Urban Luntz, as my intro says, and I have been a life coach and yoga educator for 25, actually more than 25 years now. I like to say I started when I was 12, but I didn't. <laughs> Time is definitely passing. Um, but I do something really unique in that I combine yoga and life coaching concepts. Um, I also add essential oils on to, into the mix. I call it the trifecta. It is like the threesome that is so, so, so very powerful together. Um, with life coaching, of course, we work through our minds. Our minds are beautiful, beautiful things. And they're also really limited. And they only get us so far. But when we begin to physically embody what we're creating, and you can really feel that specifically with personal strength, right? When you're standing tall and feeling strong, you're, you know, you're going to start to feel confident and courageous. It's, research has shown that if we slump our hearts, which most of us do, um, we, on some level, we have all that tension in the front of our body. When we slump our hearts, we begin to feel depressed and our self-esteem goes down. So corollary is true. We begin to embody that strength. But we can also, with our bodies, we can um, begin to incorporate learning how to receive, letting go, surrendering, all these amazing concepts that I teach through life coaching, and we can physically embody it, incredible magic happens. And then when we add the essential oils, what that does is it begins to shift them on a cellular level because we have messages that are written in ourselves, and we can begin to shift that with essential oils. So with all three, whoo, magic happens. Now, if you want more information, just in case you, you need to go and you're not going to be finishing listening to the show, I just want to tell you more information about me at newslaura.com, my website. If you go there and sign up for my mailing list, you get right now I am giving the manifesto for living your extraordinary life, and it's awesome. It is nine signs you are living your extraordinary life. You can sign it with gusto and hang it someplace. Really, really obvious, and I also include with it a, uh, an e-course I taught on the manifesto. So you get that as well. If you sign up for my mailing list and you will get Monday morning musings. Most Monday mornings I have weeks when they don't get done. Um, 
but a little dose of inspiration every Monday morning for you. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Luntz. And I hang out there a lot. That's a great place to find me, ask questions there. Um, It's a great place to hang out and play. And I also Periscope a lot. I love Periscope. So find me at Muse Laura. I do it daily, Monday through Friday, sometimes more often, depending on how prolific I am feeling. Okay, enough said. Let's move on. Let's move on to guilt and shame. <laughs> yeah, a little depressing, but it doesn't need to be. Let's, you know, it happens. And let's figure out a way to move on. So guilt and shame, um, when we feel guilty, it's because we don't feel like we did something well. Right, we could have done better, and when we carry that, what happens is meaning we don't process it and let it go. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment. What those four steps are, you get stuck. You get stuck in that consciousness of that time and space. Now, recently with my own energy worker, I discovered that I have two places in my life where I am stuck. I was stuck. I saw them yesterday. I released one. The other one is 75% released. I can tell, I can feel the shift in me. It's awesome. Um, but you, you stay stuck in that time and space, okay? And what I was doing because of the guilt is I didn't feel like I deserved another layer of success, if you will. And it's funny, as I'm letting these go, I've been letting them go over the last six weeks or so, um, I've been doing more things like more periscopes, more blogging, more Facebooking, more I've been putting myself out there. And I can tell it's because of that shift. It's released energy. An energy block keeps us stuck, right? We want to be flowing. We want to allow energy to flow through us. And because of that stuckness for me, um, I was stuck in that time and space. So where, what were my two big shame places? Are you ready? I'm putting it out there, people. This is like, I got to take a deep breath to share this. Um, the first one was um, it happened actually when I was 22. So I, I went to Dartmouth. I actually graduated with honors from an Ivy League school. I studied at the London School of Economics. I studied in Italy for three months. I was destined to, at the time, I wanted to be an ambassador. And I spoke three languages, French, Spanish, and Italian. And I worked very, very, very hard. And my parents worked very, very hard to send me to such an amazing school and to give me so many experiences. They spent a lot of money. My senior year in college, I called up my parents and said, I've changed my mind. I want to go into fitness. Now, you can probably imagine my parents' reaction. They are amazing people. I adore them. They support me in everything. But there was definitely a huge gulp of, oh, my God, why did we send you to Dartmouth if you're going to be an aerobics instructor for the rest of your life, which is what I was. And that has been on my mind for years. It's like, oh, I still can't believe I did that. Now, you and I both know, well, you may not know, but I have done a lot more with my life than simply being an aerobics instructor. You know, I've gone on to become an inspirational speaker. I have written books. Um, I have inspired thousands of people. And it's still, it, it was still there, though. It doesn't really matter. And I had stopped myself from taking further steps because that guilt was still there. Okay, here's my second one. 
my second story. My husband and I owned a yoga studio for seven years. For seven years. And for the first six years, it was pretty darn successful. It was actually one of the first ones in the state of Minnesota. Um, I was the first yoga teacher training program in the state of Minnesota. I mean, it was, you know, it was way back when. I think I, when we first opened, we had to educate people on what yoga was and and assure, reassure people that it wasn't a cult. Um, it was way back, way back when. But, you know, it failed. The last year, it the sales plummeted. That was when yoga started to become more popular and yoga classes were popping up in athletic centers and we finally had competition for the first time. And I was incapable of dealing with competition. Um, I wasn't in that space. I couldn't handle it. And it failed. It failed. And I felt like I failed my students. I had hundreds of students who all of a sudden had no place to go and were literally bereft. And it was horrible. And I hadn't realized that I was still carrying the guilt from that. So it's there, though, you know. And when, when, when my energy worker called my attention to it, I thought, oh, yeah. And, in fact, if someone had said, I bet there's guilt and shame in your life, I probably would have guessed those two places right off the top of my head. And I'm guessing you could probably guess yours, too. There's just that little piece of, oh, yeah. And you can feel it. There's a weight inside of you but you need to move on right life moves on and we want life to move on and we want to be able to grow so let's talk about the four things you need to do to help yourself move on from the guilt and shame okay the first thing you need to do is make amends okay think about it is there anyone you need to make amends to. Now, I will say in my situation, there wasn't. You know, I didn't, I mean, I'd already apologized to my students. I'd already apologized to my parents. And my parents, actually, it's kind of funny because they don't see my education as a waste. It was only mine. You know, they didn't, that wasn't part of their their issues, shall we say. It was only mine. But you need to make amends. You need to apologize to someone. You know, in our house, um, if someone melts down, you know, they need to apologize to everyone and they need to clean up any mess that they made. So is there anything you need to do to make amends? The second thing you want to do, oh, and can I just add too with the making amends? Do keep in mind that quite often it is just ours. You know, like I said, my parents had no problem with it. I mean, they did at the time. My mom says, yeah, it was, it was a little hard initially. But, you know, they don't see my life as a waste. They don't see my education as a waste because of what what I've gone on to do. Um, So keep that in mind that your making amends usually is clearing it up for you. It's your energy you're clearing, okay? Um, And what other people do with that is up to them. They don't even need to forgive you. So if they still do have something going on there, that's okay. That's theirs. You just apologize from your heart, you make amends from your heart, and you move on. What they do with it is up to them. I'm guessing I'm going to have a few emails around that one. That's okay. Message me if you have questions. You can find me on Facebook. That's kind of a hard one sometimes for people to wrap their heads around. That apologies are for you, not for others. And forgiveness is for you, not for others too. When you forgive someone, and they may not have even apologized, right? You can still forgive someone. 
for, for, for a wrongdoing. I'm saying this in quotes. Okay, so number one is make amends. Number two, think about what did you learn? What did you learn as a result of that? Quote, unquote, failure. And I've done radio shows on failure before. Go back into my, my, my podcast. You can find this on iTunes. You can subscribe to my radio show on iTunes. You can see all of my back shows. What, what about failure? You know, failure is really about learning something. It's really about learning what not to do. And that is almost as beneficial as learning what to do. It's like the scientific method, right? You have a hypothesis. Your process didn't work, so do it again. So what did you learn? And here's the other thing, too, is you also may have learned um, from me um, in the both situations. Like For example, with my studio, I learned I don't want to have a studio. I don't want a brick and mortar. That is not the kind of business I want. I don't want to be tied down in that way. I really cherish freedom in a major way. Freedom is really important to me. And being tied down to things is really hard and uncomfortable. With my parents, I learned more about myself. I learned how to be more authentic. I mean, I could have easily, you have no idea how easily it would have been for me to continue on with my way of life, becoming a diplomat, just because I said that's what I was going to do. And that's what my parents were expecting. I could have so easily just slipped right into that and kept going. But instead, I said, no, that's not what I want. So what did you learn? How are you different as a result of that situation? How did you grow? How did you evolve? How did you, how, I mean, are you stronger, more spontaneous, more flexible? Do you listen better or do you speak up for yourself better? How are you different as a result of that situation? You know, with my studio, I can also definitely say I do not regret having it. I learned so much about myself. I met so many amazing people. We had over, I think it was almost 4,000 people walk through that door, many of whom I still remember. They still show. I had a student come back last night. I haven't seen her in probably 10 years. And I remembered her immediately, you know, and it was just so, so, so very special. So I do not regret it. And I don't want you to regret whatever you've done. Okay, this is probably a whole other show, but it really is the regret more than anything that keeps you stuck. Instead, say, yeah, wow, I totally screwed up, and let's move on. That's different than regret. Regret involves blame, and instead I want you to step up to responsibility. Yeah, I screwed up big time, and now I need to make amends. I'm going to figure out what I learned. It's going to help me move on. Okay, number three then takes us to, this is similar to two, kind of a corollary, but they are, they are, they can be distinctly different, so I do have it separate. What would you, what would you or will you do differently next time? Because you know what, you're going to have another opportunity, that's the way life works, to do it again. What would you do differently? What are you going to do differently I have a client I'm working with who's going through a situation right now, and um, and she's going through it right now. She's like, all right, I, it's still happening, and I haven't been doing it well yet. What do I need to do differently? And seriously, we sat down together and put together a four-part plan. 
I'm all about tangible steps. What are you going to do now to make this turn out differently? It's so easy to keep doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, right? Definition of insanity, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Think about it. What are you going to do differently next time? What would you? And because it's kind of cool, you can actually in your head too imagine yourself responding differently and doing it differently. If that's appropriate. You know, I, I wouldn't change what I did with my studio except maybe close it a little sooner. <laughs> I kept it open out of guilt for my students a little longer than I should have and we ended up in a pretty significant amount of debt as a result of that um, that we had to really work on getting out of. Um, so I guess I did learn something, you know. With my parents, I wouldn't have done it differently. And that's good to know. Okay, so number one, make amends. Number two, what did you learn? How are you different as a result of that? How did you grow and evolve? Number three, what would you or will you do differently next time? Number four, now you got to let it go. Okay, this one may feel a little more intangible. This one's kind of hard. can be kind of hard because there isn't a really specific step so much. It's just I'm done. I've done what I can do. It's time to move on. My very first, coaching client. Oh, way back when, I still have the warmest feelings for this woman. I didn't even realize I was a life coach. She was actually the one who brought me coach you information and said, this is what you do. Um, You should do this training. Anyway, what she had was a God box, and I loved this. I've used this so many times. She would visualize in her meditation putting the rest of whatever it is she needs to let go of. You know, she's processed all she needs to. She puts the rest into a box, this beautiful ornate box in her mind. Okay, this is just imagining it. And she puts it in the top shelf of her closet, way in the back. And she said, every time I pull out my God box, it's empty. Because God's already taken care of it. So wherever your beliefs lie, you know, do you have a source? Do you have a divine entity? Could you imagine putting it into a stream and just seeing it float away? Sometimes I like to um, imagine myself stepping into a stream and feeling the water move through me, and that's like cleansing the rest of whatever it is I need to let go of. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Okay. So let me quickly review all four steps, and then I think we made it through it all. Number one is make amends. Apologize to anyone you need to apologize to. Number two, what did you learn? How are you different as a result? Number three, what would you or will you do differently next time, if anything? Number four, let the rest go. Move behind, beyond guilt and shame. Take a moment today and think back. Is there anything that's holding you back? Do you have any guilt and shame from your past that you're still holding on to because it's keeping you stuck? Do you have any in your current life right now that you're processing, like one of my clients? Take a deep breath. Go through the process. Help yourself move on. Let the energy begin to flow even more fully through you. All right, y'all, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm telling you, I feel so honored that you take time out of your day 
to listen to the radio show live. I love seeing the calls, people calling in. It's kind of cool because it's not, you know, it's not easy to do it live. It's probably easier to do the podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you who do this. You can find this podcast if you're listening live at iTunes. Just search for Muse Laura. I will pop up. It's Ignite Your Life Radio. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunch. Hang with me on Periscope. It's so much fun. At me, Laura, I totally love Periscope. And I just do little cookies. I try and keep them under 10 minutes. Actually, they're usually around five. I really, I'm in, I'm out. I just want to give you something to think about and then move on. Um, And finally, come to my website. Get on my mailing list. Get into my inner community. I've got so many fun things coming up over the next probably about six months. I have a huge thing coming up this summer. Oh, my gosh, I just said it out loud for the first time. That means I'm committed to it. I'm so excited to be releasing this. I'm going to do this huge private community this summer where you get to work with me individually for the whole summer. Set some really fun goals. Summer is such a nice time to work on yourself and to take your life to the next level, and I would love to have you then. Um, So be sure you get on my mailing list because you get special deals, um, early announcements, early opt-ins for everything I do when you're on my mailing list, and you will get the manifesto for living your extraordinary life. It's all good. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining me. Have an absolutely spectacular day. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life. Take care. <laughs>